0: that is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Bauti as Christ is magnified in you. Let us pray. Father, thank you for this opportunity that we have to hear your word. Thank you for your precious Holy Spirit. Receive your word with meekness, with gladness, with great joy. And thank you that we are instructed in righteousness. And you are leading us on all spheres of our lives, even in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Give the Lord a shout and then you take your seat. Hallelujah. That's a blessing. I have a, an, a, a, a series I want to start with you that I believe will really help us. Hallelujah. I'm sharing on foundations for living a successful Christian life. Is it a beautiful topic? Foundations for living a successful Christian life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes. I want us to start from Psalm eleven, verse one, to verse three. Psalm eleven. Psalms. The book of Psalms. Chapter eleven from verse one. Foundations are important. If you went to school and they told you 1 plus 1 was 3 and 2 plus 2 was 5, okay, and they told you that S O is do, uh, S O is do, and G O is so, and L O is mo, and N O is low, what do you think would have happened to you? You can't, write, you can't solve any math, math question. You can't write any sentence. Because, and you can't speak properly. Well, your foundations, the foundation that you were given was not right. You see, everybody will be saying mountain, but you will say lotion. Because they said MO is low. So you say lotion. And everybody will, what are you talking about? I understand there was a time in a, in a certain country whose name begins with a C. Where they were not paying the, the teachers well. Or is it a true story? Yes. I hear this happen somewhere in, a, in a which I don't know. There are many countries that, I mean, Caribbean, whatever. Is Caribbean a country? Mm-hmm. Congo, Cameroon, what? Croatia, Côte d'Ivoire, Canada, China, Cyprus, all these are countries that, uh-huh. so I don't know which one you are talking about. but You know, and they weren't paying their teachers well. So the teachers decided they went for a teachers conference. And the teachers conference was a decision to confuse the children. So that the government would know how important they are. Yes. So they taught they started teaching the, the students different things. So colour red they'll say it's colour yellow. Yes. Colour green, they'll say it's colour red. Yes. And then two plus two they say they'll say it's five. 2 times 2 is 72. <laughs> yes. And then the children will go home with homework. They are doing their homework. And then they are right. The, the, the mother will say, 2 plus 2 is 4. That's, ah, are you my... You know, every every student believes their teacher. I mean, if you are in KG1, KG2, class 1, class 2, class, you believe your teacher more than your parents. I mean, when it comes to like, you are doing homework, hey, but my teacher said that, we should do it like that. My friend, stop it. My teacher will beat me. Hey. And they managed to remove a certain foundation from their children's lives. Yes. Until their their request was was met. Yes. When they met their request, then they changed everything back to normal. Wow. Foundations are very important. If your foundations are not good, you make a lot of mistakes. The building you are sitting in is because of a certain kind of foundation that is, is, is intact. The foundation is not good. The building will come down. Matter of fact, you can't even get to the level you have gotten to. I know someone who was building and they didn't, they didn't have a foundation. He didn't build a foundation. You know the one I'm talking about. They didn't build a foundation. There's no foundation. They just started the building from the ground. Yes. What do you think happened to the building? It collapsed. It collapsed. And then they 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 redid it, but then they did it again without foundation. Like they were trying to skip the foundation. You can't skip foundation. No, 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 there's no way. So there are certain foundations in Christianity that you must not miss. If you miss those foundations, you've missed something very great. You can be building, but then your building will come down. It will just take time. With time, it will come down. So in these verses, just go to verse 3. Verse 3 is what I want you to see. In Psalm 11, verse 3, it says, If the foundations be destroyed, if the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? If the foundations be destroyed, if your foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do? We know that we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. We know that Jesus has made us um, his righteousness. Do you see? Righteousness has been given to us as a gift. But if your foundations as a righteous man are destroyed, you can't do much. If the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? Repeat this after me. One to go. If the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? Let's say it again. One to go. If the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous I think this is a scripture you should never forget. You, you can memorize it. Psalm 11, verse 3. One to go. If the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? One last time. Psalm 11, verse 3. If the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? Even if you don't remember the verse, just remember that if the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? Or even if you remember, if the foundations can be de- if the foundation be destroyed alone is enough. These days you can search for a scripture on your phone. You can just search for it. If, the, if you are trying to remember, if you're trying to tell somebody about foundation, how important foundations are you don't remember. Then you just type if the foundation or you just type foundation, right, it will show you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So foundations are important. Foundations are very, very important. Okay? And there are Christian foundations. There are foundations that you you can't you can't just circumvent. If you if you try, you are messing a lot of things up. The very first foundation I want to share with you this morning, that's all I'm gonna talk about. There are several of them. I have about seven of them. Okay. I'm hoping that we can I can share with you all seven. Uh, Or even more. There can be more. I can add more to it, but I'm just trying to crystallize it. The very first one is a foundation of knowing and loving Jesus. The foundation of knowing and loving Jesus. You see, you can be a Christian and not... I mean, I don't know what what the aim of your Christianity is. For some Christians, their aim is to go to heaven. So they are doing their best to go to heaven. Now the heaven who created the heaven. What are you going to do there? If you don't know the one who created it and the one for whom it was created and the one I mean there's someone after whom the Christianity is named. His name is Jesus Christ. Do you like this point or you don't you didn't think you didn't think it was a point that I will make. It's a very valid point. Yeah. The foundation of knowing and loving Jesus because there, there are some Christians who are Christians because of money they want to hear, they want to receive blessings to prosper hey. it is good but that is not the main reason for our existence okay mm-hmm. that is not the main reason I mean, if, you, if you keep the main thing the main thing you will do very well I'm sharing on what foundations for living A successful Christian life. So for you to be a successful Christian, you must understand the very first foundation that Christianity is built on. Christianity is built on somebody. His name is Jesus Christ. And your job is to get to know him. The born again experience is the beginning of your knowledge of him. Okay? That is the reason why you are existing. You are existing to know somebody called Jesus Christ. To relate to somebody called Jesus Christ. Matter of fact, the Holy Spirit is given to us to glorify Jesus in our lives. If you read in John chapter 16, verse um, 14. John 16, verse 14. says, The Holy Spirit shall glorify me. This is Jesus talking. He says, The Holy Spirit. Let's read from verse twelve so that you know that it's the Holy Spirit we are talking about. Okay? I have yet many things to say unto you, but you cannot bear them. Now, however, or how be it, when he, the Spirit of truth, has come, when the Holy Spirit has come, he will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself. He will guide you into what all truth. Who is truth or what is truth? Jesus said, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. So Jesus is the truth. So what he's telling you here is that the Holy Spirit will lead you into getting to know Jesus some more. Do you see? For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear from me, that shall he speak. And he will show you things to come. Verse 14. He shall glorify me. Or he shall talk about me. He shall say nice things concerning me. He shall make me real to you. For he shall receive of mine and shall show it unto you. So one of the major reasons why the Holy Spirit is in our lives is to help us get to know Jesus. So don't miss it. If you miss that foundation, you are exchanging so for so for S-O-Low. If the reason why you are in church or you are in the house of God is anything apart from this particular thing I'm talking about, then you, are, you have missed your foundations. If you are here because of a beloved, you are looking for a girl. Or you want a boy. It's also, you want to marry. It's also a good thing to, you know, it's, it's, I'm not saying it's not. It's powerful. Where else will you find a good person than the house of God? So it's good. You have, you have come. Thank God for your life. Akwaba. Welcome. But there's a reason for our existence. There's, a re- there's an actual reason for existence. <laughs> Matter of fact, even if you are looking for a believer, you must, you must look for a believer Who loves Jesus Christ? Someone who understands that without Jesus, he can do nothing. Jesus said that without me, you can do nothing. That's John chapter 15. Eh? John chapter 15, I think verse um, 5, right? Look at John 15, 5. I am the vine, Jesus says, I am the vine, and you are the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. So without Jesus Christ, you can't be a good wife. You will marry. But you will go home again. You will go back to your father's house. Because your love for Jesus has a, There's something wrong with it. You forget, you've forgotten about Jesus Christ. The quest for money, the quest for work, the quest for children, the quest for all those things can take your attention and your mind from the reason why you are actually existing. Yes. The quest for marriage. The quest for a good job. The quest to become, to, work, to bugger. To become a, a very influential person in life. All kinds of things before you realize. Even when you are praying, all your prayer topic is... Lord, make a hammer. Jehovah Shammah. Make a hammer. <laughs> That's all you are praying about, all the time. For ministers, the quest for church growth can take your attention from Jesus Christ. Yes, every prayer will be, Lord, let the church grow. Lord, let the church grow. How about, Lord, I want to know you more and more. Lord, I want to know you more. I want to fall in love with you more. Help me fall in love with you more. Yes. Help me know you more. Wow. <laughs> A lot of Christians if I mean this foundation is not there at all. Yes. For without me you can do nothing. That's the truth. So straighten up your thinking and straighten up your foundations. Well. In First Corinthians chapter three, from verse nine. Paul starts explaining certain very certain important things. Okay. He says that for we are laborers together with God. Then he says, You are God's husbandry and you are God's building. All of us are God's buildings. We are the temple of the living God. At the same time, we are God's farm. We are God's field under cultivation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Verse 10. According to the grace of God, which is given unto me, as a wise master builder. I have laid the foundation, and another buildeth thereon. But let every man take heed how, let every man be careful how he buildeth thereupon. Then verse 11 says, for other foundation can no man lay, than that is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the foundation upon which all of us build. If you remove that foundation, you have removed something very great. Listen, you have to get to know who this Jesus Christ is. You see, and it's, it's, a, it's a quest. It's not an event, it's a quest. There are many events in that quest, but it's a continuous quest. Until you leave this earth, you will never get to know Jesus. You never finish getting to know Jesus. If getting to know Jesus is your aim, Every day you'll be, you be moved to to pray. you will pray even when you have money, and you will pray even when you are married. You will pray even when you have, you have gotten your house and gotten a car or two or three. You, you will still pray. why? Because he's, thing, he's not things. He's more than things. One day Jesus was talking about how he was going to die. And Peter said that, Charlie, why, why are you talking about some of such, such things? You can't die. Why? Jesus' presence in his life had brought him so many nice things. He, so many nice to the point that he had even become popular. Yeah. Everybody had become popular. Fishermen who had now become popular. So when Jesus said he was going to die, they couldn't, I mean, we are dying how? If you die, what will happen to us? Please, please, stop talking about those things. Yes. Stop talking. Why are you going? You are just 33. 33. No, no, no. Relax. Stay around for some time. Oh, my Lord, sit by me, small, small. Night is falling. This is important, though. It doesn't look important. This days it doesn't look important. A lo- almost everybody in church is looking for something ask your about what are you looking for? Can I get some? Can I sample some opinions? You are looking for Canada? Lord, if only I can get a visa to Canada. You will get to Canada and realize that Charlie, it's nothing, it doesn't satisfy you. See also. Things you you see there's a void in you that nothing and no one can fill apart from Jesus Christ. Yes. And it's not it's not just a, 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 a day's experience, it's a continuous experience. Yes, it's a continuous experience all the time, every morning, you need to fellowship with the Lord for to be satisfied in order to become normal. Yes. Your 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 satisfaction can only be found in Christ. It can't be found outside of Christ. No boy can fill that void. Listen, brothers and sisters. Genesis chapter 2. From verse 8. Let's read from verse 18 so that we can understand even some more. Let's not read too much. Verse 18, 1-8. And the Lord God said, It is not good that the man should be alone. I will make him and help meet for him. It is not good that the man should what? Be alone. be alone. Now, there's a difference between being alone and being lonely. Or, when you're alone, what, so, what Some, someone is alone. The person can be, can be alone about something. Do you see? Oh, he's, in the, he's alone in the room. Or he's walking down the, down the road alone. But you can be in the room and you are not lonely. You are you are in the room alone, but you are on WhatsApp. Charlie, you are chatting, or you enjoying some music, some music, something. You are not lonely at all. You have company. You are occupied fully, but you are alone in the. You are alone about things. Do you see? Uh-huh. So Adam was alone in what he was doing. Adam was not lonely. Because he had companionship from God. The voice of God will always come walking in the, in, the, in the noontime, in the cool of the day. And speak with him and have fellowship with him and all. He had something to do. He was not lonely at all. So a woman or a wife or a husband does not come to fill the place of loneliness. If you enter a relationship as a, as a patient, you are, you are in trouble. You want us to cure. You want the guy to cure your loneliness. Who can do that? 24-7, he should call. When he doesn't call after 10 minutes, hey, you have not called me. Why? Why haven't you called me? Listen, there's a demon worrying you. You need Jesus Christ, I tell you. You like my message or you don't like my message? No man, no woman can fill the void of loneliness that you feel. Only Jesus Christ can fill that void. Only Jesus Christ can fill that void. I said only Jesus Christ can fill that void. Only the Holy Ghost can fill that void. No human being can. No human being. No human being. Yes. You just disturb someone's son. Then disturb someone's daughter. So before you enter a relationship, you must make sure that you and Jesus Christ, eh, you are like this. You are close. You are flowing. You are one. Actually, it's the first requirement. Before you enter a relationship. Because it's the main foundation for, Christ, for a successful Christian life. Without Jesus Christ, you can't live a successful Christian life. You can't at all. It's not possible. So don't change the reason for, for our, our, our being Christians. Okay? Yeah. Oh, Honestly, nobody, nobody can do that. I, there was this lady who, I mean, every, she wants the guy to call every now and then. There's a timeline. Two hours. We are. You have to call. I mean, who can do that? Ask your neighbour. Can you do? Can you? Can you do that? No, you can't do that. He, want, he he want. She wants a guy to sit by her all the time. You know, and then it's like so that they will know that we are together. If you need me sitting by you for for you to know that we are together, then there's a problem. Hey, loneliness. Lonely, I am Mr. Lonely, I have nobody to call my own. Ah! You'll be lonely forever. I tell you, nobody can fill that void of loneliness in your heart. Oh only Jesus can do that. Only Jesus can do that. You see, and you can you can't be a good beloved to somebody when you are not okay you are coming to take you are coming to take attention from me you are coming to take money from me you are coming to take everything you must enter the relationship as a satisfied person you are you are ready you are ready to give yes if both of us come into the into the relationship as doctors ready to help hey can you imagine no patient there's no patient in the in the relationship all of us are doctors Do you understand what I'm saying we are all here to ready to give to you to each other and to bless each other. What a blessing. So, other foundation can no man lay than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Jesus is the foundation. He's the foundation for our Christian living. And God wants us to get to know Jesus more and more and fall in love with Jesus more and more. Hallelujah. Isaiah chapter 28. Verse 16. Therefore thus saith the Lord God. Behold I lay in Zion for a foundation. A tried stone. A precious cornerstone. A sure foundation. Then it says he that believeth shall not make haste. I lay in Zion for a foundation. There's a stone. A foundation that God has laid. It is God who laid it. That foundation is Jesus Christ. And you must be founded on that foundation which is called jesus christ your knowledge of jesus christ must increase matter of fact grace is multiplied to through, through the knowledge of our lord and savior jesus christ everything about our christian work is about getting to know jesus more and more that is why you need to read concerning jesus everything in life is about jesus he made all things all things By him, all things consist, persist, and exist. Everything is by him. Colossians chapter 1. Look at Colossians chapter 1. Let's read from verse 15. So that you understand what I'm saying some more. He says, Jesus is the image of the invisible God. The first one of every creature. For by him, by Jesus, were all things created. That are in heaven and that are in earth. Visible and invisible. Whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers... All things were created by Him and all things were created for Him. Have you seen it? Everything was created by Him and everything was created for Him. The money you are looking for was created by Him. The beloved you are looking for was created by Him. The business you are looking for was created by Him. All things. So if you start following all things and forget about the one who created it or the one who owns all things, I mean... What is, wisdom is going for the one who, create, I mean, the one who owns the money is the one you go for. Not the money. If you marry somebody because of his money, he person can leave you. Or, marry the, I mean, some women marry because of money. So wives are told to love their husbands. is in the Bible, we are told to love, love your husband. <coughs> can you imagine? I thought it was supposed to be normal for a woman. It, it's supposed to be natural but some women marry for various reasons. Can I, let me show you that scripture. It's in, uh, it's in Titus chapter 2, verse 5. Yes, it says, Teach the women to be discreet, chaste, keepers at home, good, obedient to their own husbands, that the word of God be not blasphemed. Next verse. Go back, go go to verse uh, 4. I think it's 4 into 5. Uh huh. It says, okay, let's, let's, I think this is Okay. This is what I want to say. But let's go to the story. So that... Uh-huh. He says the aged women likewise... He, he's talking to Titus who was a pastor of this church. And he's telling him what to say to the various groups in the church. Okay? There are aged women or there are older women in the church. There are older men in the church. There are younger women in the church. There are younger men in the church. And all of that. So, And they are children in the church. So he tells he tells him... The aged women likewise... That they be in behavior as becoming holiness. He says the older women... Talk to them so that they become, they, they live a holy life. Okay? Not false accusers. An aged woman is one who has a tendency of becoming a false accuser. Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying. Not false accusers. This, this word false accuser is devil. It's a word for devil. <laughs> the devil is called the accuser of the brethren. The only time <laughs> the word devil is used for a human is, is this one. Not false accusers. An aged woman, an older woman in the church can become the center of and, and slander and things. So many things. So he said, teach the older women so they become behavior of holiness. Not false accusers. Not giving too much wine. An older woman is like, the person doesn't care about anything. It's like, I finished living my life. Let me just enjoy. Hey! She can become a bullseye. Receive grace not to be a buzzite in Jesus' name. Receive grace not to be a false accuser. All the ladies, all the ladies, receive grace not to be a false accuser in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Beautiful. Hallelujah. Teachers of good things. Next verse. It says teachers of good things. You see, teach good things so that they may teach, they should teach good things, so that they may teach the young women to be sober. You understand sober? Calm minded, not fretful or anxious or full of wrath or anger over nothing. Small thing now, uh, you are angry. Small thing uh, are you quarrels, fights. This one is fighting, this one, this one is fighting, this one, this one. There are groups, this one, this, this, this. These people are not talking to this group. This one is not. He says the older women should teach the younger women to be sober. Amplified. Yes. So that they will, they will wisely train the young women to be sane and sober of mind. To be sane. About them. <laughs> like madness. You wonder why some, some ladies will behave in a certain way. You are not talking to anybody in the church. Every now and then you say you are leaving in the church. Why? Because this person did something to me and this person did that to me and this person did that to me. I mean there's something wrong with you. There's nothing like a Christian woman. No? A Christian woman is so wonderful. A woman who is a Christian. Oh, sweet-spirited. First, is this not part of my message? But as I'm talking, it's just coming. First Peter chapter 3. Look at first Peter chapter 3. Let's read from verse 2. First Peter 3, 2. Oh, King James, please. We can't read this one. It says, let's read from verse 1. Let's read from verse 1. First Peter 3, 1. Likewise, ye wives, be in to your own husbands, that if any obey not the word, they also without, may without the word be won by the conversation of the wives. While they behold your chaste conversation, coupled with fear. Next verse. Whose adorning, let it not be the outward adorning of plating the hair. He says, don't let your beauty only be hair. Nice makeup. Not only nice makeup. I'm stand up. Stand up. You see how nice they are looking? Beautiful. It's beautiful. He says, don't let it be only this hair. Or this hair. Or this dress. Or the the lipstick. Eh? or the trouser or the skirt or whatever it's nice but how about your character Hey, Hey. Hey. your character (laughs) what matters is not your outer appearance the styling of your hair the jewelry you wear the cut of your clothes the cut of your clothes yeah you have a dress for every Sunday yeah. for, the ne- for, for the rest of the year. Yeah. 52 dresses. Yeah. One for, you don't repeat a dress. Yeah. You are conscious of it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Your, 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 your makeup is it has a certain kind of feel on it. Yeah. Hey, yeah. It's nice. We like it. Yeah. Brothers, don't we like it? Yeah. Keep doing it for us. Yeah. Yeah, we give glory to God whenever we see you people. When we see, I mean, when we see beautiful ladies, we're like, hey, Lord, God bless God. The Lord has done some. Look at such, such a beauty. Reverend George was in my house one of those days. And my wife had just woken up. When he saw her, he said, hey, Bishop, you are blessed though. Wow. See, I just woke up and she's still looking nice. Man, man. Blessing. <laughs> Am I not blessed? <laughs> give the Lord a shout for me. For me. <laughs> yeah. So we like the beauty. It's nice. We love it. There's nothing wrong with it. But the character behind the beauty. The character behind the beauty. The character behind what? The beauty is what we are looking for. The, the ladies, give me a shout if you if you like what I'm saying. Yeah, Look at the next verse. Verse 4. But your inner disposition cultivate inner beauty. The gentle, gracious kind that God delights in. Amplify. Verse 4. Amplify. But let it be the inward adorning and beauty of the hidden person of the heart. Yes. Your nice hair. Your character must also have nice hair. Your nice makeup must have, the, your character must have nice makeup. Like you are, you are beautiful inside out. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Not always insulting. I me, mean, I hate those things. So what do you mean? Can I frank it out? Get out. These are the things I hate. These are the things I hate. You can't do that. You can't do these things around me. Hey. Since you got married, your, fr- your old friends cannot even relate with you anymore. What I'm married or oh, now I'm married. I'm married. You can't talk to me like you can't talk to me like that. Hey, hey. and many, many heads, many. Oh, verse four TPT. You can read from verse three to verse four. We don't mind. Honestly, it's a message, oh what are we talking about? Foundations for a successful Christian life. Number one is what know, knowing and loving Jesus Christ. Yeah. When you get to know Jesus Christ, your character just starts becoming. I mean, you can't say certain things about certain people. You can't. You can't. You can't hate people. The passion is up. Yeah. Look at this. It's, it's, let your true beauty come from your inner personality, not a focus on the external. For lasting beauty comes from a gentle and peaceful spirit. A gentle and peaceful spirit, which is precious in God's sight and is much more important than the outward adornment of elaborate hair, jewelry, and fine clothes. If all you can do is dress nicely and hold your, your iPhone, now it's iPhone, you have to use iPhone, stand in the mirror, and then you do this. You position it in front of the mirror. If that's all you can do. Slow motion. motion. Mercy on your head. A lot of external like inner beauty. Quiet and peaceful spirit. Yes, like we can talk to you. We can have a, we can have friendship with you. Yes, we can have friendship with you. Yes, can relate with you. Other ladies can exist around you. You do not say nobody is my friend. No, no lady, nobody in the church is my friend. Why? I mean, I know ladies. How? Also, how ladies? You, you, you are the problem. You are the problem. Wow. Hmm. Beauty is vain. Isn't it? Proverbs chapter 31. Verse what, 20, 20, uh, 28. Yeah. A woman that fear the Lord, she shall be praised. The last verse of Proverbs 31. Look for it for me, please. Fearing the Lord is very important. Loving the Lord is very important. Favor is deceitful. And beauty is vain. But a woman that feareth the Lord, a woman that loveth the Lord, A woman that engages herself in God, she shall be praised. Your praises is found in your fear of the Lord and your love for the Lord. Okay? Yes. So fall in love with Jesus some more over and over again. Yes. As a guy, as a gentleman, your blessings is is, is in Christ. It's not outside of Christ. Jesus is the one who multiplies bread. As you you fellowship with him, he will multiply bread for you. That is the truth. Don't go for the bread and leave Leave the one who brings the multiplied bread. So every morning. This should be the motivation for your waking up early. Why would you say are waking up early to pray? It's because of your love for Jesus, not because of something else. Because when you get that thing, you will not pray again. When you get that thing, you know, will you pray when you become a millionaire? Will you ask the Lord to, to direct your path? And to show you what to do. When you become a millionaire. Or when that sickness goes away. Will you, will, you, will you still like the Lord? Will you still love the Lord? Will you still fellowship with the Lord? And pray. When that child comes. The child you are hoping for and praying for. When that husband comes. Hey! When that job comes. I know people who, who left the house of God. After their job came. Now they don't have time for God. Uh, I'm very busy. Sunday is the day when I get to rest. I'm always working from Monday to Saturday. Monday to Saturday. It's only Sunday that I get to rest and wash and do all of those things. How can I come and sit in church for three and a half hours and you're not close early? I know you. You're not close early. You're not close early. By 1 1 p.m. we'll still be in church. I I, want to be home. I want to be home and rest. Is that too much to ask for? Won't the Lord understand? The Lord does not understand. I said the Lord does not understand. When you needed something, you were crying and praying and fasting and doing everything, rolling on the floor. Lord, if only I can get the visa. When you got the visa, you have forgotten about Jesus Christ. Because your aim was the visa. It was not not Jesus Christ. He's the foundation. Listen, if you miss that foundation, you have missed something very big. Yes, You are, you are joking. Yes. Jesus Christ. Getting to know Jesus. He's the reason for our waking up early. He's the reason why we are reading the Bible. We are in the Bible to get to know him more. Yes. There's someone to get to know his name is Jesus. The more you read, the more you study, the more you get to know him. Isaiah chapter 28, right? I lay in Zion for a foundation, a stone. twenty-eight sixteen, A tried stone. A precious cornerstone. A sure foundation. He's a sure foundation. Like when you build on him, you will never, nothing can move you. No matter the economic crisis, you are not afraid because Jesus, you know that he's in your boat. No matter the waves and the storms that are coming, you know that Jesus, you see, Jesus was, was in the same boat to the disciples. And the winds were, I mean, raging. The waves were all over the place. It came to wake Jesus. Because Jesus was asleep. He had given a word, let us cross over to the other side. And as we were going, the winds came. The waves started rising. And the water was coming into the boats. And everybody was panicking. There was a problem. They were afraid for their lives. They were going to sink. Everything was going to end. Their life was going to end. But Jesus was in the boat. When they woke him up and said, Master, care not thou that we perish. They were blaming him for something he didn't cause. He didn't cause the winds to move and all of that. We were blaming him. thou not that we perish. When he rose from his sleep. He came and calmed the storms, brothers and sisters. If Jesus is in your is in your life, if you are like this with Him, Charlie, no matter what is happening in the world, you 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 be you be you be, you be you, everything be peaceful. Yes, He's the Prince of Peace. He's the He is the presider. He's the presiding bishop over peace. Oh yes. oh yes, my peace I give to you, not as the word give give I unto you. Yes, I'm, I'm just mentioning scriptures. So if, I, if you remember that he's the one who gives real peace, you will not look around for things that, I mean people feel that if only, if only I, can, I can get 10,000 a month I'll be happy in my life. I'll have peace in my life. Brothers and sisters, there are people who are earning 10,000 in this room. They are still looking for more. They are still looking for more. It is never enough. Money is never enough. If you make money your aim, it is never enough. Never enough. When you make Jesus your aim, money will always come to you. Don't look for money and forget about Jesus. Go for Jesus. He will bring you money. He will help you get the money. All things belong to him. He says the silver is mine. The gold is mine. A cattle on a thousand hills are mine. Why are you going for the castle on a thousand hills and not going for the one who owns all of those things? I prefer to go for Jesus Christ. I prefer to keep my eyes fixed on Jesus. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1. Wherefore, seeing we are also compassed about with so great a cloud of witness. Let us lay aside every way that sin that so easily possess us. And let us run with patience the bridge that is set before us. Looking unto Jesus... Looking unto Jesus, you must live your life with your eyes up looking unto Jesus, not looking around. Looking unto Jesus, who is the offer and the finisher of our faith. This is the foundation of Christianity. This is the foundation of Christianity. This is it. Jesus is the foundation. He saved us. He is the one who uttered our faith. He is the one to finish it. He has all your life planned out. He knows what to do. Why won't you spend time finding out what he has for you? Many are the plans and the counsels of a man in a man's heart. But it is the plan and the counsel of the Lord that shall stand. You can have many plans. Haven't you had plans and they are failed before? Many plans. If I can do this and do that, when you got your first thousand dollars, you had plans. You invest here, you invest here, you do this, you do this. All the investments, see your face, all the investment. Proverbs 1921. Many are the plans in a man's heart. Plants when that boy came around, you felt this is it. I'm in love, I'm in love, I'm in love, I'm in love, yeah, with my lady shepherd. I'm in love, I'm falling in love with my lady shepherd, lady shepherd, lady shepherd. Lady. I'm in love. I'm in love. I'm in love, here yeah, with my lady shepherd. I'm in love. I'm falling in love with my lady shepherd. Hey, lady shepherd. Hey, lady shepherd. My son gets embraced when I dance. He mo- can you imagine? <laughs> it's an inheritance. He doesn't know. If I can dance, you can dance. <laughs> Hallelujah. When you fell in love with that lady, you thought that was it. You are marrying. Not knowing that there were three other boys you were competing with. You didn't you had no idea. You were planning for your wedding. Buying things. Before you realized the lady has married in hope. You are in a crash. She has married in hope. Hey! I've seen some before. They were planning No, no, in the lady was good. She was marrying another person. <laughs> Many are the plans in a man's heart. Many. But it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. It is the counsel of the Lord that shall stand. You need to walk with the Lord. We are called to walk with Jesus. You see, called to walk with Jesus. Until you see him. You see, Jesus must visit you. One of, just two, day, two days ago, I was with one of my friends, my brothers in the Lord. And he was telling me his experience he had recently with Jesus Christ. He was asking for something and praying incessantly and fasting incessantly. And one of those days, he woke up at dawn to pray and then he decided to lie down for some time. When he lay down, Jesus was lying by him in the bed. And when he turned, Jesus told him, Don't worry everything is sorted out. He said, eh, hey, so, so how about this one and then he says, vanish. I, I have come to tell you everything will be sorted out. Forget about it. I'm not, I'm not here to answer all the other questions. Yes. Hey! Yes. So he has to seek Jesus more for more details. Yes. Yeah. Yes. There's something called seeking the Lord. You see, it's a Christian foundation for success. Your success as a, child of, as a child of God is dependent on your ability to seek the Lord. Counsel from. I'm not, I'm not saying it's not like the Lord is missing and looking for him. We are talking about seeking the counsel of God. Concerning various issues of your life. Various matters. Various things. Every issue. Do you understand? But it's all, over in the, it, it, it's all over in the Bible. Seeking the Lord. You see? Seeking the Lord. Like you know that he knows your future. Sometimes you feel that, oh, I'm born again. So that is it. If you are going to Kumasi and you don't know how to get there, and I know I've been there. I I created Kumasi. I've gone there so many times. Just assume that I created it. I've gone there so many I know everywhere. And you want to go there. You want to go to Santase. Eh? And you have gotten and now you've gotten to tech. And you stop asking me. You were asking me questions after we got to tech. You were talking to me on phone. Okay, so I'm I'm in a place called Nkoko. What should I do? Keep driving, keep going, and then you get to Tech. You got to adjust. You got to Tech. After you got to Tech, now you cut me. You are going to a great in Zema. Do you know Adwato? There's a town in Kumaso called Adwato. All those who went to Tech, they feel they know Kumaso. They don't know anywhere. <laughs> they went from Tech to a doom and came back. Tech to a doom. Tech. Ed, you don't know anywhere. Do you know Obonzameniase? There's a place in Kumasi called Obonsam Eniase. The under eye of the devil. <laughs> you know Bolahon? There's a place called Bolahon in Kumasi. They don't, they don't sell refuse them. It's, it's markets. It's a market place. It's called Bolahon. Raw produce, raw produce from whatever. So you have gotten to Kumasi, you have gotten to tech. If you, you have gotten everywhere, so you, you stop talking to me. I'm calling you there, missed call. You cut my call, oh, my friend, I've got, to, I've got to my destination. No. Salvation is like getting to Kumase. Walking and getting to the various destinations that you need to get to in Kumase is exploring the inheritance that God has given to you. You can't do that without Jesus Christ. You can't do that without talking to him continuously. seeking continuously. Seek his face continuously. Philippians chapter 3, let's read from verse 7. Or rather go to verse 10. Just go to verse 10 and then. This is Paul talking. Paul says that that I may know him. Ah, Paul, what are you saying? That you may know who? He's talking about Jesus Christ. If you have read, go to verse 7. But what things were gained to me, those I counted lost for Christ. These all the things that were gained to me, I counted all of them as done, as lost for Christ. Yea, doubtless, I count all things but lost for the excellency of the knowledge of, of Christ Jesus my Lord. Have you seen it? He says, I count all things as what? As Loss, bad loss, all things, my PhD. And if someone feels that getting a PhD is there, ah, what's wrong with you at this, at this stage in life? So you can't be in church. You are getting a PhD. You can't be in church. Self-actualization. You are getting a master's. We <laughs> were talking about someone who has a PhD. He has been a, he has been a doctor. Of something for many years. Okay. Yes. And he yeah, even building, he has not been able to build. He has gone on pension, he has not been able to build. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh yes. Oh, yes. Some people know who I'm talking about. He has not been able to build. So if you are married and said, Oh, I'm married a PhD person, you won't ask Jesus Christ, what, what should I do? What should I do with my life? What type of man should I marry? What type of man is suited for my destiny? What type of woman is suited for my destiny? You ask. You are just choosing with your two eyes. You are choosing caps, you are choosing someone who dresses well. <laughs> someone who has beard. Charlie is pathetic go. Honestly, it's very sad. Jesus knows your future. Yes. Maybe the guy who's proposing to you and has proposed to you and you have said yes to and you love so much is the one who's going to kill you. But you don't know. You You are in love with your killer. Oh, it has happened. There's a whole show on DSTV for love killings. They, they have a, it is a love murders or love something. People who are in love who killed their spouses or something. There was one I saw a woman who was married, felt the the husband was not whatever, so he needed she needed a stronger guy, you know. And the guy came, they were doing whatever they wanted to do, and they wanted to steal the man's money. You know, the man had insurance on his life, he had insurance, life insurance. So the other gentleman who had come in convinced the wife for them to kill. The man, so that she can inherit the life insurance and then they enjoy. <laughs> yeah, these things happen in America a lot. Yes, you have insurance, it's worth two million dollars. You have to be very careful. You have to be very careful. Your family members, every, everybody. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a popular something out there. There was another woman who had killed three. Eh? I don't know if you remember, she had killed three people. The third one was the one that they arrested. They got her. She marries you, kills you for your your insurance, and then marries you, kills you for your insurance. She had done it twice. This was a third person. Yes, and she had a particular poison that is untr- was untraceable, like all the machines could not trace. But she had forgotten that light, time have changed. There are newer machines that can trace everything. Yes, so they found it in this new person. And she killed the the third person. You know, inherited inherited the insurance, and then. They, they decided to go and they realized that mm, this woman is like she's poison ivy. When you marry her, you die. So they decided to check to find out if there's something in the bones of the older ones. When they checked the same poison she poisoned this one with, same poison that was in all of them. Yeah, she had done it three times, cry, and she was going to a fourth victim. Yes. Very beautiful woman. Jesus said, I'm the light of life. He that followed me shall not walk in darkness. If you follow Jesus, you will not walk in darkness concerning anything in life. Concerning anything in life. If you don't walk with him, Paul said that I may know him. This, this is our life's aim, our life's goal. I'm preaching the most important message I'll preach to you. As a child of God, as a Christian the most important message before you become born again is to be born again to receive jesus christ the most important message for you as a child of god is get to know him more fall in love with him more and more and more and more and more every day that i may know him that i may know him i may continually get to know him paul had had revelations of jesus christ first Corinthians chapter 9 verse 1 look at first corinthians 9 1. am i not an apostle this is paul talking am i not an apostle am i not free Have I not seen Jesus Christ our Lord? I am not you my work in the Lord. Paul said, have I not seen Jesus Christ our Lord? But at the same time, he said that, that I may know him. He had gotten to see him. But he says, I want to know him more. Because there's a quest. To know him. The more I seek you, the more I find you. The more I find you, the more I what? I love you. And the more I love you, the more I seek you. Yes. More of him. More of Jesus. All the time. That is the aim of life. That is the reason for our existence. The reason for our existence is to get to know Jesus and make him known. That is it. That is why we are here. To sit at his feet and hear his words. To receive guidance. I'm blind without Jesus. Yes. I'm blind. Hmm? John chapter 8, verse 12. Look at John 8:12. John 8:12. Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. Are you in this world? Yeah. Are you in the world? Yeah. The light of the world is not the sun. The sun does not show you who to marry. The sun does not show you. You see, if, you don't, if Jesus is not, if, you, if he's not, you are not working with him properly, eh? when some things are delayed in your life, you, you, it will affect you so much, you may end up leaving the house of God. You wouldn't know why some things are happening. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. But when you know him, you will learn to trust him more and more. Because he'll be whispering to you, don't worry, this is happening because of this, and because of that. And because Paul said there was a thorn in my flesh, and I besought the Lord. He didn't say "I, I, I went away looking for a solution. I besought the Lord three times, and the Lord spoke to me and said that my grace is sufficient for you. My strength is made perfect in your weakness. Eh? Second Corinthians chapter 12 verse 9. Sometimes some things are happening, you wonder, why, why, why is it that I was born into a home where there's no money? Have you ever asked yourself that question before? Why is, why is it that I was people have been born into places? Why, God, why was I born into this place? Talk to the Lord. Jesus will show you his wisdom concerning your life. There's a practical wisdom of God that you cannot know any by any other way, but through a relationship with the Lord. Is it Paul, he says, and he said, go, go, go up to verse, verse 8. 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 8. This is why you need to, you pray. This is why we pray. So that we can be in tandem with the Lord. All the days of our lives. Always working with him. Maybe the plane you are going to sit on will be the plane that will, will, will crash and that will be the end of your life. Maybe that will be it. Some Ghanaians were traveling out of this country and they decided to go to a certain route. They could have gone to a certain route, but they wanted the cheapest one. So they chose the cheapest one that would go through a certain route, go through some Asian country straight flights. The third flight they sent on that went to a certain Asian country vanished. The plane has vanished. You know the story. The plane has vanished. Yeah, I don't want to mention anybody's name. I know the plane, everything. I don't want to mention, I don't want anybody to come and tell me that. Uh, they can the people from that company cannot listen to my message. They have to be able to listen to my message without any problem. So I'm not mentioning an airline that begins with a letter of the alphabet. Hallelujah! The airline vanished into thin air like this, and there were two Ghanaians inside. Yes. And the story that came was that they wanted the cheapest flights, so they went through that. The plane has vanished. Nobody knows where it is. There's a certain area in this world where, when plane fly, it's nobody finds it. And I don't know why the planes also keep flying there. Apparently, there's a force that pulls them into that particular place when you get close to it. Yes. I don't, I don't, I don't know anything. I just I'm just preaching. I'm just a preacher. Hey! The plane God missing him. Just like that. Maybe if they assault the Lord about things, sometimes, oh, this one I don't need to make, see the Lord about let me just make let me just make my decision. Brother, you don't know, sister, you don't know. Maybe that'll be the end. Yes, we all die, but your death must glorify God. Your death must glorify God. You shouldn't just, like, just vanish in the air. No. Your death must glorify God. Are you in the church? Yes. Look at, look at Paul. He says, unless I should be exalted above measure through the abundance of the revelations that was given to me a thorn in the flesh, the messenger of Satan sent to buffet me, lest I should be exalted above measure. Okay? Hmm. He, he talks about the messenger of Satan. Uh, this... Story is actually about. It is about Paul's the, the 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 Jews and how they persecuted Paul. Everywhere Paul went to preach, the Jews would come and come and beat him. They organized for him to be beaten, stone died. They killed him several times and he came back and all of that. Do you get it? Uh huh. So this had nothing to do with Paul's health. Some people say it's because of his eye. That was the turning. The turn in Paul's flesh was an eye problem. No, because he said, "See how large letters I've written to you in Galatians." <laughs> <laughs> it's like he wrote in large letters. That's reading the Bible without the Spirit. That's not what he was talking about, okay? Uh-huh. You see how large a letter I have written unto you with my own hand. It's like, Paul's eye was not good. So he had to write, I am very big, coming in, one, one sheet, I am, and then the next sheet, coming over to, no. He was talking about the volume of the writing, you see, see you see how large a letter I have written unto you. A letter, not letters, a letter. But they, they say that oh, he had a eye. I had an eye problem. If you go up, if you go to chapter four, he talks about how they knew his infirmity, and if it was possible, they would have pulled out their own eyes for him. Just ah, Paul had an eye problem. No. Someone said, I found Paul's father at long last. I found Paul's daddy. Who is Paul's daddy? Paul's daddy was the one who was hanging on the cross with Jesus Christ. What I why are you saying that? Oh, because Paul said in Romans chapter 6, verse 6 that my old man was crucified with Jesus Christ. Like Paul's old man, Paul's Paul's father, who is this old man? <laughs> Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him. So, oh, my old man, my it was Paul's father who was crucified on the right side of Jesus Christ, who said to Jesus that this day remember me, remember me when you're in paradise. No, that's reading the scriptures without the spirit. (laughs) Deep breath. He came like he has found Paul's mother. Please. It's not like that. Hallelujah. So what Paul was saying in 2 Corinthians chapter 12 had to do with the persistent persecution of the Jews. They were destroying his work. They were organized for him to be beaten, organized for him to be stoned, organized all the time for his destruction. They were destroying his work. So he said, I besought the Lord. You see, I besought the Lord concerning it. Verse verse 9. For this thing I besought the Lord thrice. Three times. I besought the Lord. I spoke to the Lord about it three times. That it might depart from me. I didn't want that to happen in my life. Next verse. But the Lord spoke to him. And he said unto me. The Lord spoke to me and said unto me. My grace is sufficient for thee. Hmm? For my strength is made perfect in weakness. Jesus spoke to him live. Now, the will of God is not for us for you to be stoned. Just imagine you preach the gospel, they stone you all the time. Everywhere you go and preach, they stone you. Will you continue preaching? You don't preach again. It's not, it's not biblical, it's not in the Bible that when you preach, you must be stoned. It's not part of the written will. There's a dynamic will of God concerning your life. Every time that you need you need to talk to Jesus about for Jesus to show you, there's a dynamic will all the time. Someone lost a child and couldn't stand it. I've lost this child. Hey, DJ, 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 Do you know if that child was going to be your killer? Or maybe that child would have been Hitler. The next Hitler. And they will trace it to you all the time. Listen, if you are in contact with Jesus, if you are in close contact with Jesus, he will comfort you. He will talk to you. He will show you what's happened. And, and, and give you explanations. And calm your heart down. And grant you peace and show you that this thing is not going to destroy you. Don't worry. Everything will be fine. But if you are not talking to him, you will just make certain decisions and just get angry for nothing. So our, our ministry, our first calling is to get to know Jesus. That I may know him. I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings to be made conformable unto his, unto his death. Hmm? Yes. That is our... That is Christianity. This is the foundation of Christianity. Every child of God should be interested in getting to know Jesus some more and getting to hear Jesus' voice and getting to know what Jesus wants you to do all the time, all the days of your life. This This is it. This is it. If you come and see me as your pastor, my job is to direct you to Jesus. The Holy Spirit's job is to direct you to Jesus. Knowing him and falling in love with him more and more. More and more. Look at John 14, 21. Look at this. He that has my commandments, the one that has my commandments, and keepeth them. He, it is that loveth me. So it's like Jesus is expecting to love him. I see what I'm talking about. Yes. We know that Jesus loves us. But how about you loving Jesus? He wants you to love him. He says, keep me. The one who has my commandments and keeps them. He it is that loveth me. And he that loveth me shall be loved of my father. The father has special love for all those who love Jesus. All those who love the the, the ones who love him more and more and more. He says, when you're in love with someone, you want to talk to the person all the time. Is it true? Ask your neighbor, have you fallen in love before? Don't be afraid of your neighbor. Tell your neighbor, I'm not afraid of you. I'm going to ask you. Have you fallen in love before? What did you do? Ask your neighbor, what did you do? What foolish thing did you do? <laughs> Plenty of foolish things, eh? When love sends you. You went through a heavy rain. Oh, man. The rain was beating you. I went through thieves. I was, went through thieves. <laughs> Fought my way. I was going to see this woman here. Man. Have you fallen in love before? Ask your neighbor. what crazy thing did you do? That you can't believe yourself. You can't believe that you did it. What crazy thing. What did you do? Did you do free night? You did calls ah, to 4 a.m. When you're supposed to go to work at 7 a.m.? You're just making calls. Are you sleeping? No, I'm not sleeping. I'm, I'm here. It's 3 a.m. i are not sleeping. Don't catch the call. Oh, catch the call. Don't catch the call. Catch the call. You were in love. You catch the call. I'll cut the call. no. Hey, Lord, have mercy on us. Help us fall in love with you, Lord. And let's say, Lord, catch the call. And we'll also say we'll cut the call. Lord, cut the call. Lord, cut the the call. Hey! Somewhere you don't know from anywhere. You just met six months ago. You are so in love that you went to wash for him. You were washing for him. Washing jeans. There was a ge- Let me tell you a story. There was a gentleman. I was in Katanga Hall. Room 6969. 69 me on the bridge. And there was a guy around where, I, where my room was. Okay. My wife knows the guy too. Brothers and sisters. His room always had a very interesting smell. No, I mean... All jokes aside. You see, she's laughing. All jokes. It's not easy. Very bad smell. I don't know why, but that's... Every room he goes to, that's how... It's like it's something on him. We don't know. But there was a girl with him in the room. Different girls, actually. But when I saw him, when I was on the same floor with him, there was this particular girl that he had at that time. But he has had many girls. Many, many girls. I don't know whether they can't smell the thing. Listen, they are in love. This girl was in the room with this boy throughout the two semesters. Yes, she was bathing in our bathhouses. Everything. I mean, when you enter the bathroom, you see that she's there. It just she became a, a boy. Like I was. Oh, hello, how are you? Just we are, we are all bathing. We are going. Oh you yes. Know. Oh yes. And she was in the room with this boy. We all couldn't believe it. How can you exist? Oh, does smile When love sends you she was in love. So, her brain had adjusted with the smell. The bad smell. It's not only her. A lot of people A lot of girls. I don't know how he's able to get the girls to It's amazing. I don't know which magic he's using. Beautiful girls. Hmm. When you are in love When you are in love, you walk long distances. Have you ever walked to go and see your, your beloved before like walked to go and see the one you are in the one i love is and as you are going you are singing songs oh it sees upon my eye i live for the one I... you live for this lady you live for this lady you are walking you are walking you are cooking for this guy He's not your brother, you are cooking for him. Yeah. When your own brother asks for you to cook, yeah. you say, My friend, I'm either of you go to your go and find your mother and let her give. You are cooking yeah. a bank yeah. pounding there. He's not married to you. He's not married you. Ask the nearest lady by you. it what crazy thing have you done for a certain boy somewhere who you did they, who didn't marry you and, and has left you? What did you do? You are cooking happily. When it's breaking your, when it's breaking up with you, you can't believe it. Tony, you have killed me. Tony, you have killed me. Every now and then when you are there and the thoughts of what you did come to your mind. You can wake up at night. Hey! You can't sleep. Has it happened to you before? Jesus wants that kind of love and affection from you. Yes. Yes. That kind of love and affection. Well, you can't sleep all night. You are doing an all night because of your love for Jesus Christ. You see your life. (laughs) Receive grace to do an all night because you are in love with Jesus Christ. Only you, you and the Lord. You are just talking to the Lord. Yes, because of your love for him. Yeah, because if when you're in love with someone, you don't, sleep less sleepless night. Yes, I could go and visit my beloved, my wife now. Hours. Hours upon hours, we we're just talking. Oh, yes. By the time I check, it's 1 a.m. and I have to go back home. Yeah. And I'll walk in the night. Not afraid. Yeah. If you like if you are not robot, try and come close to me. The love that is in my heart will flow like Spider-Man. Hey! <laughs> you are not afraid, you are just moving. Has it, has it happened to you before? Yeah. It come out. The love will come out like Spider-Man and be like you have some confidence. When you're in love with Jesus Christ, there's some confidence that comes into you. You are not afraid of walking to go for a prayer meeting or walking to go for something or having having a dumb prayer. I mean, it's not a problem. You have a certain kind of affection for Jesus. Yes. You don't consider time. What is time? No, no, that I may know him. I want to fall in love with him more. Yes. What is time? We have been in church for what? Three hours, four hours, five hours. And so what? And so what? yeah bishop dag said one day he said one of those he needed to see his beloved and he went for ward rounds everything and it was 11 p.m he checked his time he was at Kolebu. his beloved was at legon his wife now was like, this is this is 80 so i'm talking about 80, 85 86 or 80 something he said he checked the time and he did his calculation one or two, one or two. If I move three two hour, one hour, I'll be there. And I can fellowship for two hours or three hours and I'll come back. Early morning, there's still one, there's still around. He moved. Ah, he got a car, sharp, papa, he came. Came to spend time with his beloved. 2 a.m. He went back. Oh, don't, oh, don't smile that love has not caught you before. If love catches you, you will be shocked. Ask your neighbor, has love caught you before? Has love caught you before? Oh, yes. You laugh uncontrollably. <laughs> Even when it is not funny. <laughs> you are in love. When you are in love with Jesus and you are in church, you will just be happy. You, just happy. you are just happy. You are just happy for now. You are just happy. You are just happy. You are just happy. Are just happy. Are just happy. The person does not have to threaten you. Or the, the leader of the worship does not, say, does not have to say, if you don't worship the Lord, Jesus will slap you right now. Come on, lift your hand. The person does not need to say that. As the song is going, you just lift your hand. Lord, I love you with all of my heart. you fall in love with Jesus. Honestly, that is, that is the primary reason why we are here. Yes. That's the, if you miss that foundation, you have missed a lot. Yes. God bless you for listening. We pray that the word of God will be rooted and grounded in your heart as you give attention to the word. Kindly follow Pastor T and Love Economy Church on all social networks for more of God's word. Don't forget to subscribe to the Pastoti Podcast. Simply search for Pastoti on any podcast app. Plug in and enjoy God's Word. Visit our website at loveeconomychurch.org for more information. God bless.